Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. This is episode 168, and we are into our fourth year going strong. Thank you for all the love and support, and it's just evidence by the the number of guests, the number of supporters, the inquiries, the questions, all of the likes and the following on social media is just tremendous. And it's just my honor and privilege to be able to lead this conversation. And really the Rise Up Network is about sharing the good news, sharing those stories of folks that are servant leaders that are rising up and making a difference for others. They're out there making a difference in their communities, in the marketplace. And we have a great servant leader in studio with me today in the health and fitness industry, which is so important on an individual basis. I mean, you're really after your faith, your spirituality, whatever you believe is in your higher power, it, it kind of comes down to your body, your temple, your mind. How are you feeding that? Because if that's not right and that's not dialed in, you can't take care of your loved ones and your family and your friends, and those people around you. So I, I can't think of a better topic as we get into year four and kick off 2019 here than talking about health and fitness. And I got my man, fitness coach, Jason, John Sanchez, excuse me, John Sanchez, JS Fit in studio with me to talk about health and fitness. Well, thank you for having me, James. It's an honor. And you pretty much took the words out of my mouth with, you know, the body being your temple and you only have one. You got to, you know, protect it. You got to make sure it's thriving. So awesome. And thanks again for having me on the show. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's it's simple, but it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're going to give we're going to give you guys a ton of tactics and tips and things that you can put into your life today. But I want to talk about like you know, what first prompted you to get into this industry and what excited you about health and fitness and why are you so passionate about it? I think it all started when I was in sixth grade. I actually, um, I just started training for my first season of football. I was in sixth grade. Um, I love football. I couldn't play football because my mom was like, oh. and you grew up here in San Diego. I didn't. I actually uh, moved around quite a bit, but that was in the Marines. Okay. So moved on, you know, every couple of years. And um, this was in when we were actually living in Colorado and uh, sixth grade. And, you know, I started training, started working out and I fell in love with it right away. And um, that was actually before football. So I had my two loves working out and football. Football recently ended and I still had this, you know, passion for fitness. I got my degree in kinesiology at San Diego State. And, you know, having that, I wasn't quite sure like which route I was going to go. You know, I was going to be training athletes, if I was going to be mm -hmm. training, you know, regular people, what I was going to be doing exactly. Um, but I just knew I had this passion for it and learning about it and just and just using that for to help myself, but also to help other people, because I've realized the importance it is for me to, you know, be on top of it, do what I'm doing. And if I can translate that or if I can, you know, communicate that to other people and really get that message across of how important it is. And it's not super difficult. You know, it's not super complicated. Um, what an impact that can make on people's lives. And when you get those text messages or, you know, comments saying, Hey, uh, I'm starting to do this and now I feel like this, or I lost this many pounds, or you start seeing those photos. I mean, the impact you could have on people's lives, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's what makes my job so fulfilling and I'm really blessed to be doing what I'm doing. I love it. And I love, I love your passion, your excitement around it. And again, this is so important. Mm -hmm. Like if your body and your mind and, you know, your foundation isn't right, you can't serve and contribute to others, mm -hmm. you know? Now, 
the type of coaching and training that you do, are you working with athletes? Are you working with celebrities? Are you working with regular folks like myself? <laughs> what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just working with, you know, the general population. So awesome okay. people like yourself. And, um, you know, I've worked with athletes in the past. Um, I enjoy working with athletes. It's fun. I'm an athlete. I enjoy it. Um, but there's only so many athletes to go around and there's a whole bunch of, you know, regular people that need the help that quite honestly don't totally know what they're doing and just need a little bit of guidance to really get them on track. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm focusing on, um, you know, working with everyday, you know, man and, and woman and just helping them out and just giving them the, you know, information and guidance that they need to really spark their health and fitness. So someone, you know, someone engages with you. What, what does that process look like? Are, you know, are you meeting them at the gym? Are you putting together, you know, an eating regimen? What, what does your services look like? Yeah. So if someone reaches out to me, I, you know, right away, I want to meet with them. So I'll invite them to my private facility. It's located on West Marina, right over there by USD. Yep. And, um, you know, I bring them in and, uh, it's, you know, complimentary session, 30 minute session. I get them, you know, put them through a workout, kind of see what they can do, what can they, what they cannot do. And then from there, we're just, you know, we just try to figure out what's best for them, you know, as far as, um, how many days, how many days a week they can come in. Um, maybe, you know, if they, like you said, they need some nutritional guidance, um, um, you know, and I'm, I'm just here to, you know, give information away. Like if someone needs information, you know, nu nutrition guidance or this and that, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not too worried about like charging them extra or doing anything. I'm like, I'm, I'm here to give you information. I'm here to like help you. Um, so just coming from that perspective and not so much like trying to sell, 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 but just trying to help, help, help. Yeah. That's what I focus on. Absolutely. And, and that's so great. You know, in, in, you know, folks, we need that help. Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you see as, you know, some of the common pitfalls, you know, that people should be avoiding or aware of? Mm -hmm. Well, we can kind of start by talking about, you know, it's January, right? Just the yes, New Year's resolutions. Year. <laughs> I got a little bit bigger stomach, a little tired going that I wish I didn't have. But hey, that's the results of, of, of the choices I made over the holidays. <laughs> hey, and I was there with you. I was eating all types of good food over Christmas and New Year's. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, we all know what happens this time of year. You know, people flood the gyms and, you know, all those big box gyms. And, uh, you know, they just say, OK, I'm going to start doing this. They go from working out once a week to, okay, I'm going to start going five times a week and I'm going to be running this many, you know, hours and doing this and that. And I think a couple of problems people have when they're starting a New Year's resolution or they're just trying to get fit in general is one, they really don't have a plan. They're just trying to like, you know, throw darts at a wall, see what sticks, yeah. throw as much as they can against the wall, see what yeah. sticks. Um, also doing too much too fast, right? Going back to the same thing, um, thinking like, oh, I'm in shape, I can run this or going to run, you know, three, four miles when they haven't ran in a long time. So doing too much. And when you do too much, it really, um, it doesn't make you feel good. You know, you go in there, you do yeah. too much. Next day you wake up, you're sore. You're like, Oh man, I don't want to go back to the gym. And then, you know, I feel like mentally, you know, it's, yeah. it's also, it's like, you know, it's discouraging, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's discouraging. And, and that's why, I mean, I don't know the exact number, but the average, you know, fitness resolution maybe lasts three weeks, you know? Okay. So, I mean, all right, I got a chance. <laughs> I just completed week two strong. Yeah, exactly. It's almost the 21st. So we're coming up, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, having a plan and, knowing that it's going to take time and not to do too much too fast yeah. and uh, just being patient with it. So, okay. And so all great stuff. So, so be patient with it, you know, mm -hmm. kind of, 
ease into things. Don't go from, okay, I was a couch potato for a month to now I'm going to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. Find a plan that works for you that's sustainable. That's yes. the word that keeps coming to mind is sustainability. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Sustainability, what you can do for the long run, for the yeah. long term. Yep. And, um, you know, this is a topic I want to touch on. Um, you know, the short game versus the long game when it comes to your yeah, health and fitness. please. Right? So, you know, short game, you know, thinking, okay, what can I do in 30 days, right? And a lot okay. of a lot of gyms, a lot of people are going to sell you, you know, lose this many pounds in 30 days, right. right? Right. And yeah, I'm sure you could. I'm sure if you starve yourself and, you know, burn all these calories, yeah, you yep. could probably, burn, you know, lose that many pounds in 30 days. Right. But... But then what happens? You know, you reach a plateau, right? And then Or you, worse, like that rubber band effect that's uh-huh. like you went so hard one way, mm-hmm. you get kind of back to what your normal routines and eating habits were. It just comes right back so quick. Exactly, right? Like, you know, I mean, did you ever watch The um, the Biggest Loser, that TV yeah. show? Right? Yeah. So I'm not sure. I mean, maybe you've heard about it, but all those contestants, they would go on, they would lose all this weight, right? Yep. You know, I mean, they're starving themselves. They're eating like a thousand calories, maybe less a day. Oh and they're gosh. And they're working out like crazy, getting yelled at by, you know, all those, you know, good looking right. trainers. Celebrity trainers. <laughs> yeah. Right? Which gave, you know, most of us a bad name. But, um, but anyway, but all those contestants, they would lose, you know, hundreds of pounds and then not shortly after that, months after that year, maybe they, they would gain it all back. They wow. would gain all that weight back because wow. their metabolism is just is in the gutter and they don't have any like actual habits. They were just getting yelled at and they don't really know how to like feed themselves and like really nourish themselves. And it's really sad. Like they, you know, were, you know, they were put through all this and now they're right yeah. back where they started even worse. So, wow. And so what do you see to prevent that? You know, like in, we can even use me in case in point as a case study, you know, I, I am, I want to lose 25 pounds and mm-hmm. I haven't been responsible for, you know, the food and what I do in my system. Mm-hmm. And I, and in like a lot of folks, I go on and off the roller coaster, yeah. you know, and I go, oh man, I'm going to go to the gym five, six days a week and I'm going to go, you know, low carb and this and that and then, and then one bad day becomes a bad weekend, becomes a bad week. And then, yeah. you know, it's, I'm just right back to where I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like for, for that example, um, you know, you got to start by creating that plan. You know, what does it look okay. like being, being realistic with what you can do? Realistic. That's yes. a great word. Yes. Being realistic. You know, if that means if you're going from nothing, you don't want to go from zero to a hundred. So if you're like starting from nothing, okay, I haven't really done much in the next couple of weeks. So let's go start off with doing some walking, which right. I would really highly recommend over just any type of like high intensity treadmill, anything like that. Just simply walking for 20 minutes in the morning or just okay. moving around. I mean, yeah. we don't move around as people, like as, you know, day to day you got your job we were nomadic a thousand years ago exactly yeah exactly i mean i mean they say you know you want to get at least you know ten thousand steps a day i would say the average person probably gets like three or four thousand steps a day from you know from work and all that stuff um so it's not so much i gotta like do this and do that we just gotta move around a little bit more and if you move around you don't need to be kicking your butt in the gym every single day you could you know get like a 20 30 minute workout you know three times a week and if you're just moving around and doing the right other things with your nutrition and all that you're gonna be fine so got it okay so obviously get back to moving around right nutrition what does that you know what does that nutrition start to look like mm-hmm. you know like people have maybe they're good a couple of days a week and then the weekend they're hanging out with friends you know what kind of advice would you give to people that they can implement with low barriers that the, you know they can take some baby steps with yeah, well, I always like to say, and we, we were kind of talking about it earlier, um, the whole 80-20 rule or like okay. Pareto's principle, you know, 80-20. Um, if you are 
eating well 80% of the time, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not eating well 20% of the time, you're way better off than most of the people. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's not so much perfection. If you stress perfection, you will fail. Right. We're all going to yeah. fail at some point. So you don't want to stress perfection. You want to stress progression. Progression. So, so okay, you don't want to focus. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to focus on being perfect. You want to just focus on progressing in your nutrition. So 80% of the time, um, you know, eating correctly. So that means if you're going to divide it up into, you know, 21 meals a week or maybe a little bit more than that. So you're having, you know, a decent meal, maybe like 15 times out of the 16 times out of the week, whatnot. And you strategically say like, okay, maybe, you know, Sunday night dinner, we're going to be having this or we're going out or, you mm-hmm. know, Saturday morning we're doing brunch yep. or, you know, just being, um, being smart with your, with your choices and kind of like knowing, just, just going into it, knowing like, okay, I'm not going to be perfect today, but I'm not going to be perfect. It's not like I'm going to just blow the whole day. Right. Right. You don't want to blow a whole day. You can have a meal, but you don't have like, you know, we're saying you don't have a snowball factory. You have pancakes for breakfast and then, you know, pasta for lunch. And then for dinner, you have, a you know, you know, a big old steak, you know, mashed cheesy mashed potatoes with chocolate cake. You don't want to do that. Right. Because right? right. then you're just way off the track. So got it. OK, so obviously that moderation, that that Pareto's principle, that 80 mm-hmm. 20 kind of rule. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us the difference between. You know, health mm. and fitness. Yes. What's the difference? So, health and fitness, and I definitely don't want to come across as saying that fitness is a negative thing because I'm a fitness coach, right? And uh, right. I use fitness. <laughs> but there is a difference between being healthy and being fit. So, okay. being healthy, you know, to put it simply, is looking good and feeling good, to put it simply, right? Looking good, okay. feeling good. Um, being fit simply means that you're able to do something. Right. So I'm able to squat 300 pounds. I'm able to run a five minute mile mile. Um, I'm physically fit to do a certain task. That's fitness. Okay. Right. So, for example, these, you know, um, you know, bodybuilders, physique competitors. Right. Mm-hmm. They're physically fit, but not all of them are actually healthy. Right. Because they train their bodies okay. they do a certain way. They, and then they really they at times they starve themselves of, you know, they deplete themselves of water. They deplete themselves of like carbohydrates. Right. And then you can look at someone and they might have a six pack, but you might be looking at someone and you're like he doesn't look healthy. Like he, right, looks, he doesn't look, he yeah, looks tired. Yeah. <laughs> do you need some water? Like what's right. going on with you? You know, <laughs> you know, but uh, so, I mean, that's the difference between being healthy and being fit. So you want to first you want to be you mean you want to be healthy. Right. Like you want to you know, eat the right foods and do the right things. Um, but also you, if you're chasing like performance or just aesthetic, right. You're not always going to be healthy. Right. So you want, you want to make sure that you have the right balance of, you know, your nutrition as well as your training. So you're not so much to one side or the other. And I think it's, you know, important with all of this is we got to talk about mindset Mm -hmm. because we all know what to do. Yeah. Right? Take mm-hmm. in less calories, then you burn. Right. Yep. Eat less, yep. move more. Mm-hmm. But what about, you know, that, that mindset? How do we shift that mindset? You know, I, I, I imagine a lot of people can be resigned like, oh, yeah. you know, my family is this way. I have these genetics or mm-hmm. you don't know my work schedule. I don't have time to meal prep and do these things. Yeah. How do people start to shift that in incremental ways that are sustain again, back to that sustainability? Yeah. That's a great point. I always, 
say is before you make a physical change, there has to be a mental change mm. first in your mindset. Yeah. You know, you don't just drop 50 pounds one day and you're just, I don't know why it happened or how it happened. Like, you knew before you decided to do that, that you wanted to make that decision to do that. Right. And then nothing was going to stop you from making that decision to do that. And you knew your why. And that's why you started doing that thing to make you lose that weight. So it starts with a mental switch, right? That change in your mindset. And um, also, you know, people sometimes may associate themselves with their current status or the current physical look. Like people might say, you know, because they are overweight, you know, I'm, I'm just over, I'm just fat. I'm just overweight. Like you said, I just, it's in my family. It is what it is. No, not, you know, no, it's not. And until you, you know, remove yourself from that label, right? Yeah. You're never going to lose weight. You're just not, no matter how right. hard you try, if you still say my right. family is fat, my family, I'm this and that you're not, it's not going to happen. So until you make that mental switch in your, in your mindset, you're stuck in one way when you can and you should, and your potential is so much greater than that. So, yeah, it, you know, I, I look at my family, for example, like my immediate family, it, everyone is on the bigger side of things, mm -hmm. but then I have a cousin, my aunt, my mom's sister, dude is shredded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's not just fit, he's healthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's possible. Yes. Yes. You know, yet I kind of program myself like, all right, my family's bigger. It's this, it's that, no, 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 no. And it's just noise. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, you set the limits on your life. You know, yeah. if you say like, oh, we can only, we're only, we're short, we're fat, we're this and that, you know, for example, my dad, you know, he's pre-diabetic and, okay. you know, diabetes runs in the family. Yep. So, I mean, he can very well just say, you know, this is what it is. You know, we're, it runs in the family. And I disagree. I mean, for someone to say, you know, diabetes is genetics. I'm like, I'm like type two diabetes is not genetics, maybe like five or 10% genetics, but it's 90% of what you're putting into your body and what you're doing to your body mm -hmm. and everything. I mean, I mean, God doesn't, doesn't make cancer. God doesn't make these diseases. You know, you're born perfect. And it's not like, we're meant to be, you know, under some sort of label of like, we have this, we have, we have this disease or this cancer we all have the potential to be great and to live well and to live healthy. And it's your choices that dictate that it's not someone, you know, else's choices that's already been made before you even born. Like you have that choice. Absolutely. So I want, I want to talk about, you know, you're just dropping gold on us, which is fantastic. <laughs> how do, how do people get in touch with you? How do we find you? Yeah. So, um, Instagram is probably the number one okay. thing that I really okay. enjoy. It's um, at JS Fit Coach. Yes, at JS Fit Coach. You can find me there on Instagram. And I put a lot of time in, into Instagram. You know, my okay. my mission here is to educate, encourage, and empower people to live their best life through health and fitness. And the information I put that out there, it's all like kind of, kind of like what we're doing today, all actionable tips, um, educating people, encouraging people, empowering people through my posts. Um, you know, I get reached out to all the time on Instagram saying like, dude, this is awesome. Like, thank you for posting this and it means a lot to me so i put a lot of information out there and it means a lot to me to do that so that's probably the best way to reach out to me got it yes. and then you know we go on your instagram are we going to see like videos are we going to see pictures of exercises or maybe you should do this do that yeah so if, 
it's I kind of just set this up. Um, I've been doing it for the last maybe month or so, but it's really simple, which is great for me. Um, so I pretty much have three different types of content on there. So I have okay. infographics, which are meant to educate. So, um, you know, different nutrition tips, different working out tips, different, you know, health tips in general, fitness tips in general, easy to understand, easy to read, um, encouraging posts, you know, simple stuff, simple phrases that's going to get you going, get your butt off the couch and get you yep. doing what you need to do. And then other empowering um, videos, whether that be workout exercise ideas. Um, I also post a little bit about my clients who I have in my gym, who I think are just killing it and doing an awesome job. I want to empower them and make sure that they know what an awesome job they are doing. Um, so I give some love to my clients as well. So, so yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And what do you see, you know, going forward? What is your, what is your hope for the future? My hope for the future is that, you know, this health and fitness thing, I mean, we talked about it and how it could be so simple. You know, I just want to see more people realizing their potential, realizing, mm-hmm. you know, that they all have a potential to look good, feel great and live well. Um, so I'm just trying to impact as many people as I can. And then also bring up other coaches who are willing to do that and have the tools to do that. So we can just help out as many people as possible. I love it. I love it. What are some parting words for our network? What do you want people to take away from this conversation and what stuff, you know, they should be doing? Yeah. So just, you know, start simple. Don't start too big. Right. Um, Prioritize your nutrition and don't make it too complicated to go, you know, write a plan and do what's best for you. Not what someone else thinks is best for you. Okay. Try things and be willing to fail things so you can figure out what truly is best for you. Right. And don't be intimidated. Don't believe some of these fitness myths, like, like working out, keto, all the fat diets, you know, diets or, or going back to that short term thing. And those are diets. Think long term, figure out what's best for you. What diet is best for you. Make your own diet, make your own workout plan that that works for you. Got it. So make that plan. Keep it simple. Give yourself some wins, you know, Mm -hmm. mentally give yourself some wins so you can boost that confidence Mm -hmm. so you can sustain for the long term. Yes. Yes, exactly. John Sanchez, thank you so much for sharing the knowledge. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for what you do. Welcome to the Rise Up Network. It's an honor to have you. And folks, you know, we we always talk about rising up and serving others, and it's so important. I think the big takeaway from this is that your body and your mind and your soul are your temple and your foundation to start with. And so taking away from this conversation, do an inventory. Where are you at? How are you doing? You know, are you making good choices? And if not, stop. Simply stop. Reassess. Go to John's Instagram, JS Fit Coach. Get information, get educated, and put together a simple plan that works for you. Not anybody else, but what works for you. Okay? Thank you so much for all the love and support. Get out there and rise up. <laughs>